0: Was it a visitor from another world, a natural phenomenon, or just the world's most elaborate birdbath? We've dive into this outback swamp saga where the UFOs are as mysterious as the Aussie wildlife. From George Pedley's hissing UFO, or was it just an overheated tractor, to the perfectly swirled reed formations that could give crop circles a run for their money, we've got it all. So settle in grab your Vegemite and get ready for some extraterrestrial shenanigans from the land down under this week on Hysteria 51.
1: They say I'm disturbed. From city
0: to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
2: I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs> you tell fools i not crazy! It's not crazy, hysteria. Not crazy, not crazy. You can't handle the truth! truth, truth, truth. brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. <laughs> The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look,
1: there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to a down under edition of Hysteria 5 1. Cheese muffin. Cheese (laughs) muffin. have a drop there, Kyle. Thanks, boss.
2: Yeah, he is really good at dropping things. What are you bitching about now? That idiot dropped lube all over my chronoharmonic unification device when all he was supposed to be doing is lubricating the flange points. So your assistant got lube all over your chud. Exactly. <laughs> I knew oh, it. Oh, I get the joke, you dumbass. But this is no time for joking. He has set back my plans by weeks. If this turns out to be some sex toy, I'm going to be very disappointed.
1: Maybe not. (laughs) Right on the sex toy note. uh, uh, Welcome in, everyone. And I hope you're as terrified as I am. (laughs) I'm Brent Hand. He's David Flora. Yep. And the bots are here. So that makes this hysteria 51.
2: If you're new to the show, Welcome. Brent here built C-Bot to help with the show, but lately, all he's been doing is uh, helping himself with his chud. Chrono harmonic unification device. (laughs) That's that's what I said. Hell, I've barely seen him making batches of bot booze the past few weeks.
1: Yeah, whatever he's working on is taking priority for sure. And and speaking of priorities, we do have a guest to introduce. So you probably, if you listen to the first of the show, you probably got a pretty good idea who the returning chump this week is. His name is... (laughs) Kevin 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 Kevin
0: Kevin, Kevin. Hey Welcome I heard uh, thank you thank you David I heard there's some flange points flange points that need flan can?
2: Flan It looks flan good but it good. never flan? tastes good no. Flan Well it yeah. certainly a spell well, wrong In in Hispanic countries it's flong Flong well, I'm yeah. here to lubricate whatever it is. You can
0: lubricate <laughs> la, 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 la.
1: <laughs> God spited or smited that uh, joke away yes, from Yes, he me.
0: did. And and let oh, that be a lesson to you. Probably out
1: of spite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did that did the lightning bolt send you at yeah, all? Yeah,
1: we'll we'll see. David, what have you been up to, sir? Hi. Hey.
2: Um getting ready. Uh <laughs> March is gonna have two shows for the, the old theater company. And Ooh. uh it's starting to gear. What up. shows? Um doing Peter Pan Ooh. for the kids, for the
1: children. And then a different and... version for the
2: adults. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and Pan's Peter ah. for the adults, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we're doing all in the timing. So Ooh. it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, is Mary Martin playing Peter Pan? Uh, she is not. We do have a... Um, I think they're a freshman in high school who looks... Like, if when you p- picture Peter Pan, you picture this kid.
1: When you picture Peter, you think of this kid. You heard <laughs> it here first, folks. David Flora, when you picture Peter, think of a child.
0: Now, are you directing <laughs> both those, David?
2: Um, I am playing Hook in Peter Pan, Ooh. um, and I am doing the tech for All in the Timing. Gotcha. Oh, you'd be a good Captain Hook. Hook's a... Thank H-
1: Hook's H- afraid of a dead old croc.
2: Mainly because i uh, look a lot like I'll, Dustin Hoffman. I'll, I'll send you pictures.
1: Oh please do! <laughs> this time, making sure it's about what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, but goddamn. And
1: some will be about Hook
2: because I'll block you again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah, you Ooh. bastards. Well, we're talking about the birth. We're not talking about Captain Hook, unfortunately. We're talking about the birth of crop circles, even though it wasn't exactly a crop. It was a circle <laughs> this week. Are you guys ready?
0: Uh, I guess <laughs> after yeah. that stunning
2: introduction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you like I, that? I would. Uh... I don't know. I'd pump the brakes on whether or not it was crop. Yeah, that's what I say. a the, big load of crop. What I the think. crop?
1: Uh oh. I thought you
0: were going to say the birth of Christ. And I was like, I think I got the wrong outline.
1: Oh. The birth of cropsy. No, no, you got the right one. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. We're going to dive in feet first. On an incredibly foggy morning in January, the year of our Lord, 1966, Inner One banana farmer, George Pedley, <laughs> he farms bananas. <laughs> but he did. And Kevin's laughing already. You, I, <laughs> just, I mean, just go on. Just go on. <laughs> Banana farmer. <laughs> it's, like,
0: it's, like, <laughs> it's
1: like I told him my own. It's like I'm laughing at my own joke when he's on here.
0: <laughs> well, it is funny. <laughs>
1: so he's from Yuramo. I think I've seen that right. near Tully,
0: which you're is uh, if, right.
1: if you're in the know, it's basically Australia's UFO hotspot. Hmm. And uh, he was mosing along on a tractor. David, you mosey along quite a bit, correct?
2: Yeah, when the need arises, mostly. You're
1: a mosier. I enjoy it. Do you find yourself moseying or just dilly-dallying? I like to <laughs> Ooh, What it? about sashay? Now I feel like a fucking sachet. idiot. Sashay.
2: That's, that's
0: what it is. Chante is, yeah. yeah, <laughs> is a singer. Yeah, sashay is a shantay. performing artist. Sensei <clears throat> is is how I walked into this studio today when yeah. I heard that flanges needed lubed.
1: Yeah, and and and, and flan was on the on the, the menu. Yes, so. flan was on the menu. Uh, you lube my flange, and you can flan all over yourself. Jesus and flan, so, right. and we're canceled. I didn't even know you could do that. Uh, suddenly, old Georgie Porgy, he heard what he thought was the world's angriest tea kettle. Now that, but that's what he said. It kind of sounded like a, like a, a big old. T- Tea kettle, loud, ear piercing hissing, you know, just like a because it's probably one of them steam powered steampunk UFOs that we're Right, or about. it was Angela oh. Lansbury.
2: That makes sense. Yes, that's yeah.
1: where I went. Are you I serious? was going to
2: say your Sweeney Todd was in the area.
0: Ah, oh my God. Nice. And now nice. Brent makes the Lynn carry You
1: joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've we've uh people go recently I've gotten a couple of emails like, Wow, you guys really talk about theater. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why I've been invited back yeah, on? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy this thing though, I thought he's mosing along on a tractor. This, this hiss was so loud it drowned out the tractor. Wow. So George figures he's blown a tire or some shit. Like, you know, you hear that and you're like, or, or God forbid like a radiator if it wasn't or he hit a banana. or yeah, you know? <laughs> One of those one of those slippery banana peels. So uh he stops to check. And just like you hear about daily, instead of a flat, he saw a flying saucer zipping uh away from his lagoon.
2: Oh boy, that old chestnut tail is old of time.
1: You know, and, and we could stop there. Please do. But we won't. Oh. Yeah, we won't. Uh we got more hysteria to spread as we break down this case, and we're gonna be back to do that after this break. But I just gotta tell you. Do you guys enjoy the idea of crop circles, or is this just like a meh to you guys?
0: I find it fascinating. Um, I don't know a ton about it. The only thing I really know about it, I learned from two things: Uh, this podcast Uh and then uh, Waiting for Government Night Shyamalan. No, fuck that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Science is not a good movie. Anyway, those that is that is my feelings. Yeah, shots fired. You
1: you heard it here first. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. One of his best. Yeah, and actually, right. Hey, swing away. Swing away, Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we're going to break this down a little bit. I'm sipping my, I didn't realize, unsweetened iced tea, so it tastes like, well, unsweetened iced tea, unfortunately. We're going to go to break. We come back more uh, peddly shenanigans and mosing on Asteria 51. You know, and we don't, yeah. we don't do long-term we not do stuff like this, and this is, this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So all you guys got to do, pull, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now. Right now. Get now. started. For Larry Limited Time, Historia 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com. Dot com slash today. That's fifty percent off. Unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it?
2: rashate day. You're fifty oh. percent off. Rashate. <laughs> <laughs> redeem it. Fifty percent off. stone.com slash today. Do it today. Nation, we want pictures of your dogs. That's just a Personal request from me, but while you look for a good one, let me tell you about something near and dear to mine Brent's hearts: your dog's health. You may have noticed lots of dogs suffering from health issues these days—joints, odors. It's not good. Actress Katherine Heigl noticed these issues too, and after a ton of research, there was one place she found we can look to support any dog's health: their food. So she created Superfood Complete, food for your four-legged friend that's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet, including several superfoods vital to your dog's health. Her company, Badlands Ranch, also supports the Jason Debus Heigel Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Now, I know Brent has used Superfood Complete with his lovable meatballs, and they absolutely love it. He said it's easy to prepare, both his guys grow crazy for it, and he loves knowing what he's giving them as healthy and full of ingredients that are actually beneficial to his little rapscallions. You can try it for yourself by going to BadlandsRanch.com Hysteria and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash hysteria today.
1: All right, let's break this down a little bit. Uh, David, if you will, tell us about the area and what's going on in this whole crop circle shenanigan flap business says they like this was the start of a flap do you know what a flap is
0: uh no tell me more <laughs> uh, a
1: whole bunch of shit happened at once a flap <laughs> it's not as exciting as it no, sounds no it isn't oh it's like sex with david you get excited never mind anyway david uh hey <laughs> break this down if you will
2: well brent Tully, as you mentioned earlier, is located in far north Queensland, Australia. It was predominantly a sugarcane farming area in the 1960s. So he's a
1: badass bucking the local standards farming but with bananas. the
2: Bananas.
0: Don't, don't
1: bring up the banana farm again. Yeah. You might start losing it. Taste of the, taste of the banana. Oh. The town was <laughs> small and relatively isolated
2: with a close-knit community, <laughs> as you pretty much have to be when you're so remote. You know this geographic isolation played a role in how the event was perceived, both locally and
1: nationally. That sounds like you're saying a nice way to be like, people were like, but them, they, their hillbillies yeah, are in, condescension in, in is what yeah. that is. I like the way you put that. Keep going. Sorry. Well, in
2: the 1960s, Australia, like much of the Western world, was experiencing a heightened interest in UFOs. Yeah. Now, there are many reasons for this. We have covered uh, a lot of them in our other episodes of History 51. Probably on this other show,
1: I've heard of uh, Blurry... Something or other. Blurry, so probably uh, talk about hysteria? it. Yeah, that's it. Blurry. That's it. That's sad. Blurry. Blurry hysteria? pictures. Blurry Can you write pictures? it down for yeah. me? I'm I will. We're going to
2: remember that. This part was uh, uh, is partly influenced by the Cold War era's focus on space and the unknown. And, yeah, you know, uh, the, the world had UFO and space fever. Yeah, was that, it just that's, you know really that thing true. that. Was well, right. the crux of a Twilight Zone episode?
1: And this is
0: sixty six, and you know, and the U.S. went to the moon in sixty nine. Yeah,
1: right! You fucking plebe. <laughs> Next <laughs> thing you know, go, you're going to say you even believe in the moon.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that, no, no, no. I know that those tides are caused mm, by something else.
1: No, I'm teasing. yeah, really was like the we're going to go to the moon and do the other thing. I'm not sure what the other thing is, but we're going to do it. Uh, <laughs>
0: certainly not invade Cuba. Yeah, that oh, oh,
1: Um yeah, like sci fi was everywhere. Mm. You went from Westerns on television to spurries. Everyone was kind of really had space fever, like yeah. you said, really true. And in this context, Tully, the Tully event was not just a, a local curiosity, but it was part of the larger global fascination, I guess, with extraterrestrial life. And people started looking up and seeing more and more of this stuff mm-hmm. all over the planet. Yeah. Um, do you guys think that is because it's in the Cultural Zeitgeist or because they were really showing up that much more often? Cultural well, Zeitgeist. Yeah, I think
0: the implication <laughs> here him. might be the Zeitgeist. It,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. So you guys are saying that you don't believe the thousands upon thousands of people. That saw something <laughs> That's awesome. That's right. That's exactly
2: what I'm saying. And <laughs> you know, this is this is a scant decade after uh all the the stuff in, in ufology kicked up with yeah um, yeah the the naming of them as saucers and 47 you know,
1: 47 was roswell and that was mm, the jumping uh, off point and yeah. then and then so- you dumb bastards think this isn't true every speck of it i'm embarrassed that's right yeah well you know
0: thanks for keeping eye contact the whole time
1: you said <laughs> that <Brian. laughs> so that uh that's the stage we've said it let's get to the encounter Inner one, George Pedley. We already told you about him. He was twenty-eight year old. What was he again? Now, what was his? uh, His. I can't remember what he, he did was for a, a living.
0: Banana farmer, Brent.
2: <laughs> Kevin, sorry, they were just bananas, and he wasn't a banana hammock farmer. I don't know
0: what. I don't know what the fuck that's <laughs> supposed to mean, Seebal. That's not nice.
1: <laughs> Man, that motherfucker. This one's <laughs> a size medium. <laughs> 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 the crop's really a bumper one this year. I don't know if it's a bumper crop, but he keeps <laughs> bumping into them anyway. <sighs> George later tell reporters that he was frigid with fright as he saw you this UFO and then it vanished in a snazzy puff of blue a snazzy vapor. Snazzy
0: puff. Did he did he
1: refer to the puff as snazzy? I might have thrown that in. Yeah, but I'm not gonna rule it out.
0: Ah, uh, that reminds <laughs> me. Okay, That's it's been. well as long as it's snazzy. Then he. Uh,
1: so we've already had Mosey. We've had uh, Dilly. D- he tiptoed over to where it was all uh, been had found, you know, where it had seen it. What? And he found, he tiptoed over to where he'd seen the UFO. Oh,
2: okay. All <laughs> right.
1: And boom. He's got not your everyday flying saucer debris, like, you know, physical pieces like in 47, you know, of of that. No, it's a giant nest like swirl nine meters across in his lagoon's reeds that's
0: 27 feet i
1: believe yeah it's a it's not a tiny uh, No, that's pretty fucking nest. big yeah so that's a big sandhill crane that he must for this <laughs> <laughs> kevin if you uh if you ever need to blame anything on anything just yeah. say it was a sandhill crane and most people go like oh, okay yeah yeah okay how many times you have it? you used that david
2: uh, plenty uh every time i drive across the country i i just drive through a flock of them
1: <laughs> nebraska is the
2: capital of them and then I, I drive uh three hours to like the major city near me and there's always a field full of them around that direction it's weird
1: it's actual mothman on on rally but they're, he's just like look at those yeah, they're, cranes. they're in
2: training i think
1: Son of a bitch! <laughs> I saw that sandhill crane, and the bridge fell behind me. But it was just a sandhill crane. I wouldn't worry about
2: Minor it. Minor league
0: mothman.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. George described the object he saw as being light gray, like hot galvanized iron. I would have thought that hot galvanized iron would have been red, yeah. but uh well,
0: after <laughs> after the red. Oh,
1: and yeah. slightly convex Can't on top. What I read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's, it's slightly convex a top. top huh? so it's like, yeah, whoop, okay. so it's, it's like a saucer. So, so it's like a little yeah. dome, I guess so. Or, or like you know, like I, I think of every flying saucer you probably heard of in the nineteen sixties,
0: mm-hmm. or saw in <laughs> an Ed Wood movie in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, doesn't
1: that doesn't that sound like what he's talking about to you, or or do you see something else?
0: That's what it looks That's, like to it the room. Like to oh, not everyone at the same time. Everybody was very nervous. <laughs> Uh, that's what it sounds like to me. It, you know, I, I again, I'm seeing like these old sci-fi, gray, yeah. flying saucers with a boop, pop. That's my boop.
1: Now, if it had been on Come fire, up. like in Plan Nine from Outer Space, uh-huh. at the end, we'd have a lot more fun with it. Did the dead I raise? They're, up? they're
2: I, I think al- the aliens are just um, big fans of trouble.
1: Trouble talking about trouble, trouble with a t- capital T. I see yeah, the I, trouble I it.
2: bubble that they fly in.
1: Oh, <laughs> the the popomatic bubble. <laughs> How are we going to keep the kids from losing all these die? Oh, I got an idea.
0: I don't even know what you're talking about.
1: The trouble, the really? game uh-huh. with oh, a matic yeah, bubble.
0: That fucking thing. Okay.
1: The only <laughs> game he had as a child, and the only one he was allowed to play with, was Mr. Bucket. Well, and Mr. Bucket. I mean, the balls Kevin, pop out my Kevin mouth mentioned earlier the the Put
2: theater your balls connection. In my mouth. The the Triforce of theater that we've got here, and oh Brent God. immediately went to Music Man. <laughs> That's true. It's true. That's
1: true. I've brought in shame under my house.
0: You know, uh, the Beatles covered a song from the Music Man.
1: <laughs> oh well, then shut up. I didn't say anything All rude. Right, that was yeah. rude of you.
0: Paperback writer. Yep, paperback writer. You know that song,
2: <laughs>
1: that Bubble."
2: <laughs> All, All right. Well, seventy six trombones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and one drummer. Uh, <laughs> but one less guitarist. He estimated fuck you. its speed at three hundred miles you know per that? hour as it extended. That is my next question. How the <laughs> fuck do you know yeah. in nineteen sixty six it went at about three hundred miles per hour? Yeah, I mean, doesn't that I did, seem weird to you?
0: I don't know how did, he knows that, because how fast is I, that fucking tractor going? Eight?
2: It seems it wasn't. Didn't they still think that women's wombs would be ripped out of their bodies at that speed? Yeah. Or something?
1: Yeah. We're going to start calling him Pedley Lamar. They were. Oh, yeah. They, they, <laughs> <That's> uh,
2: <laughs> people, uh, <laughs> people, Sorry. um, you know, of a certain age are like, I motherfucker. I lived through the sixties. We didn't think anything like that. Shut the fuck up. That
1: was the fifties. You dumb. They were worried that if they went too fast, like it might have horrible effects on the body. Oh. Like, yeah. And w-
2: women's. It cannot- was an argument against trains.
1: Yeah. They don't have the constitution for it, I tell you, Floyd. I <laughs> don't know why his name's Floyd. Yeah, but I don't know. Th-
2: probably using the same arguments Floyd against left.
1: electric cars now. By God. Probably. The women can't stand it. Yeah. that-, that- Next thing <laughs> you know, they're going to want to vote. Oh, God. Hysteria. 51. Speaking of women, then, I was talking about Plan 9 from outer space earlier. Have you guys seen that? Yes, yeah, the wild. UFOs come and they, they braise the dead. Well, there's the vampire woman in it. And if you watch the credits, this is vampire woman played by Vampira. Ah. Oh, yeah.
0: So it's not Vampira. just a clever name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vampira. Hmm. Bella Lugosi and Vampira. And
0: Bella Lugosi's body double who often had er, the uh, every time had his cape in front blah, of his mouth.
1: Blah. Yeah, blah good blah. stuff. <laughs> so, uh, Pedley Lamar, he reported no signs of life around the object. Pedley. <laughs> no windows, no doors, no other sound except for the hissing sound like it was, you know, a tea kettle type thing. Sounds and like uh,
0: a locked room mystery here. Uh-oh,
1: where will we ever figure out the next clue? this case, it was different than many because it did have some leftover evidence. Ooh. Usually, you just have some guy like A sainted. <laughs> well, this one left a circular area of flattened reeds all over the grass, all laying in a clockwise pattern. And this was investigated by a lot of people. Experts who later looked at it and looked at the site noted the reeds weren't broken, but rather bent at the base as if the object uh-huh. um, had significant force from above. And that is something... We see a lot in crop circles. It's bent, not broken, or intertwined into one another.
0: Which is very fascinating to me because that takes a precision that not just slamming it and breaking it would be.
1: Um, Right. And the water within the circle was reportedly warmer than in the surrounding area. That's definitely warmer. I like to think he pissed himself. Well, if I'm going to be here, I might as well take a sip. might as well t- get on sip. my hands
0: and knees and lick the water. Do you think
1: he put his mouth in, or he put it into his hands and drank from his hands?
0: Uh, I think, <laughs> well, the, well, the way that your sound effect was doing it, I think he put his mouth Get in. the
1: fuck out of here. All
0: right, I'll see you guys. <laughs> Can I have the loop?
1: I know, crop circles in general. Um <laughs> Can you know, take this with me? <laughs> they're just such a a, a a weird thing, you know? Uh, the interesting part is this were where a lot of investigations after... George did, they they, they they came there because of the the crop circles, you know, and we're going to get into theories and the like after the next break, but this stands out because the guy came forward, there was evidence, and there's quite a bit of evidence of, of investigation into this evidence done, which we're going to talk about, but do you guys chalk stuff up like this to honest to goodness, I don't know, or do you immediately go to hoax uh, when you hear this guy saw a crop circle and he called it in?
0: I mean, I want to go to hoax, but, uh, you know, since I've been a subscriber to Hysteria 51, I also know that hoaxes don't exist,
2: and this is all real. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. I, hey, I, except you, for the yeah. moon landing. Go ahead, David. <laughs> Sorry. I, no, it's all right. I, I go to hoax, but then I'm like, what is the kernel of truth in it?
1: Right. You know, Or maybe hoax or mistaken identity. Or not identity, I don't know but that you can mistake a crop circle.
0: The hell <laughs> you is know what that? I mean? Somebody shows up. That's obviously a square, motherfucker. Yeah, this is a crop.
1: <laughs> this yeah. is a crop rhombus. <laughs> <Rumbus. laughs> anyway, I don't know, man. I so I- I- I've always said this before. When I started, I had a way more open mind, and when I started back in the day with John, and he believed nothing. <laughs> so somewhere along the line, we kind of met There's in the middle to where I'm like, probably not, but we'll look into it. And he's like, maybe, but, you know, we'll look into it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a good way to be. So you're not falling out of your head to agree or disagree with anything. Um, but prove it to me, you know, beyond yeah. reasonable down. And that's why, you you know, you take it to court. I
0: so think crop circles, as I said before, are very fascinating. Yeah. Um, And whether it's a hoax or not, it's a pretty cool hoax if it's a hoax.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then there's also Crom circles, which are like stigmata on your body nice. if you worship Crom. Crom, <laughs>
2: Crom circles. You will help me, Crom. Fuck they're, they're the in the shape screw.
0: of rhombi. Is it rhombi or rhombi how do you how do
1: you pray to Crom? He's going fuck you, Crom. Yeah. Hey, Crom. Hey crom. <laughs> hey,
2: crom. Fuck
1: you. Go fuck yourself.
2: And then you, Crom, got, don't care. <laughs> He's like, it's mm, what everybody's gotta gotta
1: remember. Mm, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna go to break. We come back. Less Crom, or hysteria fifty one. Probably. Let's <laughs>
2: let's
1: less, less, more, more crom circles. Okay,
2: that's fine. Well, and
0: which
2: are the shape of a problem? After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to him, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text,
1: Wait, how did you see that? Turns out they're just sores. Oh, you? I didn't wear any pants. Son of a bitch. Shit, I forgot. Damn All right. Well, I was looking at this, and uh, on a lot of different pages, they have a lot of different information, but one of them, and I'm trying to find which one was it, 3xStrange, strange, 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 is a website, <laughs> um, and uh, he was doing a breakdown, and he did an overview at the bottom of this, and I liked it, and he does it for a lot of his things. So what was it? It was a close encounter of the second kind, uh, a second kind for so those of no you playing Dreyfuss? home. And hey, Richard Dreyfus, damn I it, was Jaws. He <laughs> was just trying to find some aliens here. Oh man! So then we saw a dead body. <laughs>
2: Remember when I was farming bananas <laughs> in Queensland?
1: Damn it! Oh. oh, oh. Uh
2: <laughs>
1: Man, I think we... we're gonna need a
2: bigger banana boat
1: <laughs> what are the sides and dimensions of a rhombus <laughs> <laughs> um so a second kind thank you very much you have well, at least some physical traits burns on the ground broken branches you know broken <laughs> banana trees and broken hearts oh you're right witness credibility good because this guy had was good upstanding person game right he was number of witnesses, only one that really saw it yeah <sighs> what evidence well there was ground markings Prop and uh, yeah here. um y- y- physical evidence well it was the same as the only evidence was <laughs> the said ground markings <laughs> mm. and it was officially investigated by the Royal Australian Air Force so that gave it a little bit of credence the raf wow the raf came out and said we're going to riff this raf inner Raff. said raf If you will, sir, Sir David, tell us about that.
2: The RAAF was notified of the Tully Saucer nest incident soon after. We haven't talked about this being a nest yet. Well, it's a
1: nest because, you know, it nestled into the ground and made a little nest on the ground. Nest is the root
2: word of
0: nestle. What? Nest is is the nest. Wow. Nest is the root word of nestle. Thank you. That's right.
2: Nestle, screw Nestle. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, they they showed up uh, soon after Mister Pedley reported his sighting. Now, given the Cold War era and a heightened interest in UFOs, the <laughs> RAF was actively interested in any reports of unusual aerial phenomena or yeah. UAPs.
1: Yeah, if you're yeah, if you're playing along well, now, yeah, the like, old UAP. Kevin just raised fire, his hand. I want to just let you know, Kevin just raised his hand.
2: I did. (laughs) Yes, Uh, Kevin. Sorry. Yes. Can't can't Uh, see uh, that. I I know. Can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) Yes, you may. You done? I'm done. Thank you. Uh, Anyways, they got busy and deployed personnel from the nearby base to investigate the incident. Uh Where was this nearby base? Uh, Nobody knows. This team was likely composed of officers with experience in aircraft identification and analysis. Or perhaps janitors. We're not sure. Yeah. They, they,
1: you know, it's, it's lacking some of the, the information out there on this, but they know that they sent them in. And I'd like to think that they sent, you know, the officers, not janitors. And yeah. they
0: showed up and they said, this thing appears to have gone 300 miles an hour. And Pedley
1: goes,
2: that's what I fucking said. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah.
1: No, he said it. How would he have said it, David?
2: Damn it. This thing no, went three hundred I,
1: miles an hour. I, I completely forgot I was going for an Australian. What? What is an Australian? What version? Australian Richard Dreyfus? Yeah, <laughs> Crikey! <laughs>
2: Australian Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus here. Dear Crikey, it went three hundred miles an hour. <laughs> uh,
0: how how come you still whine when you're down under, Richard? Dreyfuss?
1: I ain't got no Vegemite. <laughs> oh, David! Because they made broke
2: you. me banana
1: trees. <laughs> Do you remember when I made you try Vegemite, David?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, one does not soon forget. Oh, it was.
1: What exactly
2: is Vegemite? Again? We got.
1: I got more downstairs. No, this thanks. Eats it. You want to try it? No. It's It's brewer's yeast, uh, which it tastes like salty beef bouillon, and it's the consistency of thick, thick peanut butter.
2: All right. Maybe I'll try it.
1: And it's saltier than uh, your a favorite banana. Hi- yeah, right. yeah. Well, right. anyway, yeah. doesn't on matter site. who
2: who was in the planes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they get to examine uh, examining things. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so, what are the on site investigation steps they took? The well, they examined the nest, this famous nest that you know we've just. I don't this know. Is it the was size put on of a big post-hoc. bird. <laughs> the primary focus was the examination of the circular impression in the swamp, yep. which Pedley had associated with the UFO sighting. That's right where it was. Then they he got to, they got to collecting the physical evidence. So uh, they documented the site, they measured the diameter of the circle, noted the pattern of the flattened reeds, and examined any other physical evidence. Uh, they likely took photographs and yeah. possibly samples of the vegetation and soil for analysis. I mean, we don't know for sure. It's mostly a sealed case.
1: That's one of those stuff where they go, yeah, we looked into it, but they don't really tell you.
0: Yeah, you Don't know. worry about it. You don't worry about it. We got figure yeah. it figured out. You go back to yeah back. They, they brought then... in a clock and they watched the clock for one hour and said, okay, this
1: is in the clockwise
2: direction.
1: <laughs> it never changed. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Well,
2: it's the Coriolis effect, so it's going the other way from <laughs> Uh-oh. us.
1: So. Son of a bitch! Let's go Anyways. flush a toilet. A turlet. Let's go watch it. Did you it.
0: say Coriolanus? Is this another Shakespeare? Is this a theater
2: <laughs> just song? Coriolis? Yeah, oh, no I'm sorry, anus involved bad. in this one.
1: No anus. Oh, Cori's areola.
2: <laughs> they then conducted interviews. <laughs> uh, a crucial part of the investigation was interviewing George Pedley and any other potential witnesses, of which there were none. Yeah, there were included none. included <laughs> detailed questioning about the sighting, the behavior of the object, any other relevant observations. You know, they did
1: look into, like, did anyone call the police and they saw anything in the sky, stuff like this. No one saw it there, but I'm sure there's other people that had reported seeing things in the sky. And it wasn't it wasn't a just one and done uh, as far as seeing things. This was the only one where they saw it on the ground and left a a uh, an indentation yeah but this started the flap of seeing things in that area like yeah. crazy and the follow up so, mm.
0: question is would you say that puff was snazzy
1: puff the snazzy <laughs> blue vapor trailed the ufo oh. yeah.
2: it it yeah. took off at 300 miles an hour and it was so snazzy <laughs> so not... no there's the report which Is sealed? It's not
1: sealed, per se, but we don't have a lot of the information.
2: Well, they apparently suggested a possible natural cause, but they didn't get into the specifics of it, right? So no matter what, the RAF's involvement lent an air of credibility and seriousness to the Tully Saucer Nest case. So that in turn fueled ongoing public and media interest.
1: The Air Force is there, so something's going on
2: what did that, that just, how did How did that go over,
1: Brent? It went over like gangbusters because everyone knew that we were fucking being invaded. That's just how it goes now uh, they they this really took off in in fever, you know, frenzy, one might even call it. Mm. you know, um it heralded the start of the worldwide phenomenon of modern crop circles with reports in subsequent years as far away as the u s, Japan, Southern England, which we've gotten a ton of them down there. And what began as a simple, I mean, really, they were just circles. That's where it comes from. Uh, They morphed into intricate patterns and (laughs) QR codes mysteriously appearing in a wide range of crops.
0: And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my God, this is the Applebee's menu.
1: Drink chocolatey Ovaltine? It's a fucking ad! (laughs) Um, The plot uh, and the Ovaltine thickened in 91. As yeah, so like far as the Vegemite, yeah, like as far as the the crop circle plot, uh, or yeah, well, two pranksters, Doug Bauer and Dave Chorley, who we talked about in our crop circles episode on here, they admitted they've been crafting these circles for kicks, and they said it was inspired by Tully's own reedy rendition of a crop circle, and they're like, we can do that. Get me some boards and and uh, some string or rope, and that's how they did it. Yeah. But, and I don't know if you guys know, but there's a word for this. I'm some seriologists, those are crop circle scientists, not serial experts. Oh. Um, interesting enough, serial, expert, serial experts are called So that's
0: Yeah, that works out. Yeah. They yeah. still
1: swear that some circles are genuine alien, uh, uh, you know, autographs, or we can to call it. Some have been imported to. They weren't there. They turned around. They were there. Or they were so intricate, no one could have done it. And it was, you know, we were only gone a little bit, and now there's this giant field. Is you go listen to that episode. We break down yeah, quite a bit of it. It's... There's actually a lot of science to it that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Uh, like believe it or not, part? like some of the way they, the bulbs on some of them they expand. Uh-huh. So, like, there may be, like, at least some of the circles could almost have a. I'm searching for what I'm trying to say here. Like, and un- something that's causing it naturally that we just don't fully understand gotcha. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not when like it's like, you know, eat at Joe's and there's an arrow, you know, that's probably, <laughs> uh, you know, but why here's the big question. Why would advanced extraterrestrials cross the galaxy to play, you know, art class in some farmer's field and then bail without a hello, you know, waiting for us to come forward. I, I mean, could it be like tagging, like to do with animals? You know, that's kind of terrifying. That instead of putting something in our ear, they're putting something. You know,
0: oh, they know where to go back. Yeah, to. yeah.
1: Or is it from their ships? We just understand the science, like the propulsion system. Like he said, it laid down there, and you know, is it magnetism or you know how to, how do magnets work? You know, uh, you know, ICP can figure it out, and I'll be goddamn if we can.
0: Well, if ICP can, I don't even want to try.
1: ICP can. <laughs> <I> can't. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Like, um, why? If it was naturally, naturally, if it's UFOs and extraterrestrials doing it, why do you think they would leave crop circles?
2: Well, obviously, it's to communicate with the awakened and initiated among us. Only, only oh, yeah. the the ones who get it or need
1: to get it will get it. This Is somewhere in some house? Richard drives. He's like, leave me alone! I'm so <laughs> awakened. That and uh, that woman that talked. What was the what was the alien that talked to that woman that we were supposed to talk to, but we never could hear it?
2: Uh, Bashar. I don't know. I never uh, remember. Uh... The angel uriel
1: i <sighs> Man, yeah what if
2: well, well, going back to your question
0: what if the earth is their paper and this is their their the way they write
1: is with crop circles what's their rock and scissor uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do they ever decide anything
1: look they're looking at it they're looking at the fucking crop circle they don't realize that's where we jump our chem toilets <laughs> It's like a Dave Matthews Band from space just dumping <laughs> shit all over us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what would you say?
1: We took a shit in a fucking field out, out in in Europe a few, in England a few dozen centuries ago, and they worship it now. It's yeah. very fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to have a movement. I don't know. What really made the I, Tully Circles? I
0: you think know? we've covered it. The UFO did.
1: Well, some people say there were mini tornadoes, or like you know, like a funnel cloud, funnel uh-huh. spouts. Um, there was water it there. Stayed exactly still. It just stood there. Yeah. Though I have been in a ball diamond field and playing, uh, you know, little league and seen them like stand there, and you got that one dirty kid who's trying to run through it. <laughs> Pigpen? <Pink laughs> yeah. yeah, or Gary, whatever his name was. Gary. Um, some people say it was like an unusual animal rave in 2012. <laughs> Get this. Some Tasmania crop circles turn out to be wallabies had ingested opium and wandered in a daze in loops. And it, Is that right? Yeah. And it had uh, wow. trampled down the fields.
0: All right. I'm going to go with the wallabies on opium. That's my theory. <laughs> on if you most can things.
1: always go with wallabies, wallabies on, on opium. opium. Yes. Um, Maybe not aliens then, unless they're into Holuby opium parties, but I submit who the fuck isn't. I sure am. Noted, and I respect you for once for that.
2: <laughs> I still
1: don't. <sighs> so, what the hell was it? Uh, well, interbotanists and other scientists, they examined the site. One theory well, it's a prominent theory, that gas writing from decom rising that is, from decomposing organic matter at the bottom of the swamp, because remember this was in reeds and, yeah. in, you know, could have created, like, a whirlwind, a swirl, wow. Lifting literally and swirling. They swamp gas on this. Swamp gas. Do you
0: think <laughs> botanists and seriologists, like, have a mutual respect or a mutual disdain? I like
1: to think that it's like the uh, sharks and the jets. And there's a lot of finger clapping, uh, snapping when they're around one another.
0: Okay. Got it. Thank you. So,
1: I hope you guys realize swamp gas doesn't fully explain the uniformity <laughs> and precision of the circles. hmm also, some people felt that it was a funnel that popped up, like you said. Uh, you know, it could have been a weird feather. None of this really checks all the boxes. The one that checks all the boxes, what mm. is it? Extraterrestrials. you goddamn right. Yeah. Rhesus, and Rhesus. Uh, some UFO researchers, they've hypothesized. circle sort of exactly what George said it was, landing pad imprint. Oh, That's for all everybody
0: to, to, hey, when you're visiting... This is where you land, in right. Queensland. Okay.
1: And then, <laughs> boom, over the few years following, they're all over the place. All so over the, all
0: over the place. Yeah, right. Sorry.
1: Wow. No no matter what caused them, various po- newspapers, radio, TV, they all jumped on it. And I, I, no surprise, in a range of tones, from serious to more sensationalized reports. But just like we have to this day, with way more evidence in cases like we're seeing off of like the Nimitz case, Mm-hmm. They still make fun of it on the news when they're coming out and NASA's going like, oh, man, that could uh, be for another world. They go Ha-ha-ha-ha! back to you, Bob. You know, it's like it's hard to take anything seriously, I guess. Does that bother you, David? E.T.'s control the media. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. That just that just feels right. <laughs> that just that just feels right. If they're so playing
2: the long game, man, here's your getting new in your opinion.
1: heads.
2: <laughs> Damn
1: it. I don't know. The, the way they look at it, uh, there's more evidence in some cases, less than others. This one had some, and uh, it wasn't a one and done. You know, they did yeah. keep coming around. They, 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 Enough to be called a flap of reports uh, throughout the years following the sixty six event. And the interest sightings. kept the – Well, sightings. Or, or circles. Both, both. Things in the air, things on the ground, not – This was the main one because it was the first one and it was both. I saw something. It lifted up.
2: Seen it, felt it. Yep. Yeah.
1: And, you know, in the public eye, it contributed to ongoing speculation and investigation. We're, you know, 2024 and we're talking on this shitty podcast. And, uh, even good ones talk about it, Brent. Uh, Well, that is true. (laughs) And I thank you for straightening me out, but there's books, there's documentaries, there's articles. All on this, and it holds a place in not only Australian UFO lore, but, you know, historical UFO lore and sightings, because this was a jumping off point for a flap, for crop circles, for everything. This is one that maybe isn't as fun as others, but it's an important one nonetheless. Hmm. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, well, you know, anytime you can, you know, guesstimate speed, you're in.
2: That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah. On a banana farm, no less. You know, I, I got a question, Brent. Yeah, have you I, seen any photos of this?
1: Um, so I no. Let me look at this. So, funny you ask. When you look it up, if you go to Google and you hit images, there are pictures of the reeds, and there's pictures of them standing near it. They're so hard to make out. Um, you know what? I'll what give, you're looking you, at? You
2: give me. A Half half a old Milwaukee's best and uh, a couple draws off that doobie, will make out all night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are pictures. I don't want to say no. There are pictures. But to say that you can look at them and make out other than it looks like a circle and reads, that's a little harder to say. And then Great. if you keep scrolling, you're going to see all sorts of fun, you know, crazy shapes and colors and stuff. But uh, this was a granddaddy. Do you guys
2: uh, remember – isn't there like a spot in Australia that's kind of famous for uh, its UFO sightings? Yeah, totally. You know how yeah. – <laughs> well, I'm saying like you know how uh, Brown Mountain in um, – is in North Carolina? One of the Carolinas um, is, is famous for having sightings of UFOs and stuff. There's a place down there in Australia too – I'm trying to think of um, where the hotspot is there. Well,
1: there was the Westall UFO thing was huge there. Green Mountain?
2: Is it Green Mountain? That sounds... <laughs> no, he, I'm just easier. making that up. He's, no,
1: he's he's just talking shit.
2: No, there... Well, I think there is a Green Mountain something. Um, there's a Stone UFOs. Mountain, Georgia. That's where J.T. is anyway, from. Uh, yeah, I... I shoot. I, I can't remember. I think oh, there's Green a hot spot. I was just going to ask you if this was near that or not.
1: That I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know how far from Westall. (laughs) Ask
2: Jeeves. Did somebody ask Jeeves? Apparently Westall's in Melbourne, so that's quite a ways.
1: Yeah. So this thing's been investigated extensively. There's no no conclusive explanation. And uh, so there's not, you know, nothing is universally accepted. The, The precision and uniformity of the circle combined with the lack of definitive causes is really what keeps this. In the realm of the unexplained And in the realm of people want to talk about it Because this is the thing that kicked it off And it remains fascinating It's a case study new for research And a testament to enduring human interest In the mission of the sky Or Maybe it was just a case of Seabot was drunk And he had his hang low out and was spinning in circles Weirder things have happened Did you say hang low? Yeah he's got a hang low Oh I you know. see Yeah, Pray you never have to see it yeah, I, Every night before I go to bed I. Pray <sighs> it's a fun one And it's also a meh one to me It's fun
0: because of whatever it is, maybe this being the granddaddy of them. I think that's why it's fun to me,
1: you know, but also I'm like, well,
0: the precision, though, that let's just say it's a prank, like that Doug and Dave or whatever that morning show. No, those was. those
1: are uh, those are uh, Canadian beer drinkers. Oh, oh yes, the <laughs> <You hoser.
0: laughs> Um, uh, yeah. uh drop my
1: Elsnore beer and it just made all these <laughs> reeds go in a circle.
0: Well, it, they did it precisely. The precision of it is what fascinates me. Your
1: precision fascinates
0: me every time.
1: Mm. And now, Kevin leaves. The last thought from richard dreyfus
2: gee i don't know i i I don't have time to think about ufos and reeds that are bent damn
1: it (laughs) pass me my mashed potatoes (laughs)
2: i'll
1: show you green mountain
0: (laughs) so richard dreyfus real fast why are you always so pissed off
2: why aren't you pissed off? That's the question everybody needs to be asking themselves. Well, now I am
0: pissed off because you just answered my question with a question. <laughs> All
2: right, you know what? I'm done, Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> well, too bad somebody's on a different level than you, Kevin.
1: Yeah, yeah. I submit you can never really be done with Richard Dreyfus. That's,
2: so, that's very true. Richard Dreyfus is a philosopher. Get
1: over oh, it. Man, I think we're going to need a bigger podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Well, this has been the Tully Saucer Nest Flap Extravaganza, the uh, Pedley Lamar's uh <laughs> Waiting Reads. I don't know. Alback Oddity, whatever you want to call it. Uh, if you want to you want to tell us more about it, you had your own sauce. If you got reads, I want to mm. see them. Mm. Email them to us, weird at hysteria51.com. And also, while you're doing that, send us your weird news, your articles. If you've had an a, uh, experience, type it out in English, if possible. Send that in, too. Maybe we'll read <laughs> that. And you can always look us up on Facebook, hysteria51. It has its own group on there, Hysteria Nation. Just go to Facebook and look for the group Hysteria Nation. You can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash stare fifty one. Get all these episodes without ads for one dollar. And uh blurry photos is out there kicking. Sad <laughs> times podcast is out there kicking. Sad times, baby. You can go to sadtimespodcast.com and not learn about Richard Dryfus or
0: Yes, we have a strict no crop Richard circles. Dreyfuss
1: so policy. you can skip that pod. Yeah. That that whole site is what I'm getting no, at. No, please don't. I'm Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for kicking in and yeah. and uh and, and solving this because you know we, did. we, we solved really it. solved it. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. I've been Kevin. He's been conspiracy bad. Stay woke, meat sex. It
2: was terrible! It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot. That's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at hysteria 51 Pod.